Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Today is uh, a recorded call that we did about um, instructor training. Now, before you go, I'm not interested in instructor training totally. Um, understand that. But how about this? Do you have a dream? Do you have a call? Like you feel there's a call on your life? Something that you um, feel God nudging you towards? And everything, you know it's God when it's bigger than you. When there's a list of why it would be too hard to do or out of reach for you to do. Um, I believe in the power of testimony that as we share our stories of God taking us from here to there, we can begin, we draft in the story, we draft in other people's stories, that if God does what he does for one, he does for all. Um, So yes, you're gonna hear stories specifically about some women that have, uh, that came, some kind of unexpected, didn't see it coming, wasn't looking for it, but God showed up and, asked me to come and do this thing called instructor training but as we say it in a million different directions it's not about the food or the fitness and if you hang out with us long enough you know that it's not it goes beyond that that God uses the places where we have maybe spent a lot of time um, showing up at empty wells trying to get satisfaction when all that time he's calling us to himself to tell us who we are and what we're living for and for these women that are going to share their stories happens to be that they are daughters of God who are living to make him famous through the tool of fitness. So enter whatever it is. Maybe he's calling you to make him famous through the tool of bookkeeping. Maybe he's calling you to make him famous through the art of creativity, um, drawing, painting, I don't know, whatever it is, whatever it is, and maybe you don't even see it, it's not something you would expect yourself to be good at, he wants to meet with you. And it always is in the places, just like Abraham, where it requires a promise to be met, that he is not gonna give us the 10 steps of how to get there. He just says, go and trust me along the way. These uh, brave soldiers tonight are gonna share their stories as well as uh, we are, what you're hearing is a live Zoom, a video call, conference call, so that we had other 80 participants or so on the line as well, on their cameras or on their phone, listening to this, listening to these stories. And then um, I would encourage you to stay all the way through to the end because we say a prayer that I promise you, if resources, money, or finance seem to be standing in the way of your call or the, the thing or the bigger places that God's calling you to, get into this prayer and listen. And if your marriage, if you feel like relationally it's not strong enough yet to support the dream, then listen in for this prayer. I believe God is going to knock down the walls of Jericho for us because he, if he's calling, he will provide. He'll make a way. Well, there you go, friends. Our next instructor training does start January, I'm sorry, February 13th and the 16th. That's the last day. It closes then. We would love to have you in there if this is where God is calling you to use this particular tool. If not, would you join us in prayer for praying those in because the harvest is plenty and the workers are few. All right, enjoy this episode. I look forward to talking to you again. Peace. Where can we gather them together? Because 
It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And it's that when and waiting that can feel like, oh, I'm all alone, or is this going to happen, and how is it going to happen? And I felt it would be a really good think tank and prayer tank and encouragement tank for people to come in. So if you are not familiar with that page, uh, if you download a packet at the website, then you can, you'll get a, a, a link of uh, that page. An email will come inviting you back in there because that's where we can do a little more Q&A with you as well as life goes on. Plus, we've heard some great stories of breakthrough, provision, husbands, like, you know, just saying yes, surprisingly, or husbands saying, no, I don't think so. And having that, that kind of weightedness of that weighted heart. And we just trust what God's doing. So you can um, go back into that page if you've downloaded a packet. Uh, so tonight, like I said, I invited some of my, uh, some some friends' faces you may see if you do RevWall TV or if you um, follow in social media. Any other? These are strong women who are basically three things. Uh, they are God first women. They are like this is for God about God because really, why if not right? Why? <laughs> What's your why? This is their why. And second, they are no gimmicks. They, they're just, hey, here I am. This is what I do. And I'm not offering you X amount of pounds in X amount of weeks or any special. Basically, one, I think the message we all say right now is you're enough. Like right now. It's, it isn't once you shrink a few more sizes or eat this kind of food or do this or do that. You're already enough right now. So that just wipes out any of the gimmicks. I call that low-hanging fruit. Like you can just kind of, you can pick that anywhere. <laughs> they kind of say, come up higher, come up higher. Don't go for that, that low hanging fruit. And then finally, they're freedom livers. They're freedom living, freedom livers as well. They are about freedom and that's really what this ministry is about. So instead of doing a usual Q&A, I thought, let's just have some fun and bring them, bring them in and then you can hear their stories because what I find most powerful is testimony. I think we can sit around and talk about questions and talk about, you know, answer questions, but I feel like testimony breaks something through and it encourages and it, what we're supposed to do is if you hear a testimony, uh, how God provided, if the orphan spirit in you will kind of run away or will feel like that never is going to happen for me. How come them? How come not me? Or you could get discouraged or the the kingdom kid in you goes, oh my gosh, dad's doing that? Well, let me get near that. Like, that's going to happen for me too. That's That happened to you? Then I need to get near that because he sees that. He's waiting. He, he hears me. So we, we come together. We don't fall apart because that's how the enemy gets in. So that's really, I wanted them to share a little bit of their story. And then again, answer questions. So info at, info at revelationwellness.org. You can send your um email there a question, email your questions about training that are live tonight, and we'll try to get to those. So first, let me pray, and then we'll just kind of jump in and go from each instructor. And I, I pretty much asked them all in a few minutes to summarize um, what the call was, like how did the call come to them? How did they know? How did God kind of get their attention? What obstacle, main obstacle, I'm sure there were many, we all tend to find many along the way, but what was maybe the one that was like, that kept you back? And then how did God provide and what's been the fruit of that? So you can just kind of hear their stories. And um, that way, when you do RevWell TV, you'll be like, wow, 
They're just, they're just human beings. We live in a really weird time that just because we're on, on these screens, all of a sudden people think that they're not as normal. We're all just very normal, changing diapers, cleaning up messes, losing it with our kids and asking for forgiveness and just like getting through. The cool thing is we now can connect with you this way. So let me pray and then we'll just jump in. So Lord, Father, we thank you so much. I thank you that this is your idea, that uh, community and mission is your idea. You have a great purpose for each person here, and it is a powerful purpose, God. I release the spirit of uh, yes and more, creativity, um, identity as a daughter or a son, God, of the living God that we would come here and um, God, we seek not only the power of testimony, but the power of breakthrough that comes with testimony, God, that if we hear anything that God, that you've done for one, you'll do for all. And so Lord, I just thank you for what you're doing through the tool of fitness and how we can partner with you and how it is really a good time. We throw off all weight that hinders us, Lord, and we run the race marked for us that is faith as a child of God. We love you. We thank you. Release all of heaven upon this time now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so if you're on Zoom or if you just came in, you can top right corner, you can hit speaker view, and then when someone talks, you'll, you'll hear them talking and be able to see who's talking, okay? So right now there's 63 of us all here. That's awesome. All right, uh, so let's get going. I would love to, I, you've probably heard my story. If not, there's a podcast on it, so you can go listen to that. I would love to hear a little bit of um, Kara's background, and then we'll just kind of go through each person and then open up kind of discussion. Hey, by the way, if you're live on Zoom, you guys can chat with one another. So if you look at the lower bar there, just hit the chat. And if there's some questions or you know, we like to, it's like passing notes in grade school. You get to do it now. It's legal. You can do it. We encourage it. Okay. All right. So Kara, Kara Osborne, you guys have wellness witness. Um, tell them, and we also go by platoon numbers. So, you know, because it's, it's a war, love is war. And you come in, in these platoon numbers. So go ahead, Karen. Share with it. Hey y'all. I am a part of platoon 10. And uh, my story started several years ago, and I'm going to try to make it really short for you. But the Lord basically took me on a journey of learning um, how to be well. And um, it was amazing. And he taught me a lot of really good things. But then he said, I want you to go teach people. And that was absolutely crazy to me. Um, it was nowhere on my radar. I was raising young kids. I was working full time as a school counselor. And a lead worship and a life group and all these other things. And I thought it's crazy, um, but okay. So I just took some baby steps into what that could look like. And um, one night was sitting and did a quick Google search. And that led me to Elisa and to Revelation Wellness. And I walked into my family room to my husband. Maybe some of you have had this same conversation. And I said, I think I'm supposed to do this thing, right? Like your heart beating really fast and you feel the Holy Spirit telling you you're supposed to and by nature, I'm a person who um, makes things happen. I'm a striver and a performer and an achiever. And um, my husband was like, ah, that seems a little much, right? It seems a little much. Like, let, let's take a step back. 
And um, he just basically said, let's pray about it. And if it's meant for you, the Lord will make it happen. And so for the first time ever, I didn't tell everything I know um, to everybody. And I, I reached out to three women that I knew were prayer warriors. And I didn't tell them what they were praying for. I just said, I need you to pray that if this is meant to be for me, that God would fling the doors open. And if this thing is not meant for me, that he would slam them shut. And so in that same time period, I started trying to just save money. Now, we could, have, we could have paid it at that point. We could have. But I knew that that would be me trying to make something happen. And I really wanted to wait on the Lord and invite him to meet us. So I just started saving money that I could in a little envelope upstairs in my sock drawer. And then I started writing and speaking and telling people, I have this crazy, like, God-sized dream. And it's not going to make sense. But this is what he's calling me to and uh, months down the road, I got a message from Elisa Keaton, and she was like, um, do you think we could set up a call? And I'm like, why is Elisa Keaton wanting to talk to me? And um, we had this conference call with a Rev instructor who had been led by the Lord to um, donate to an instructor training for her part of the Way Less to Feed More. That was her Feed More. She was told to give money towards an instructor training and she said she told Elisa and Elisa was like let's pray about it like let's make sure it's the right girl or whatever and so this woman that I never met across the country said um I feel like I'm supposed to give you this money and I can see you like she said she could picture me and she had a vision of me um and that she was supposed to give me this money and she said she told her classes about it a secular non-believing group of kickboxing a man in a kickboxing class what she was trying to do, and they wanted to help also. And so they contributed extra money. And she called and she said, I've got this amount of money. And I ran upstairs and grabbed the envelope out of my sock drawer, and it added up to the dollar amount I needed for my training. And so the Lord blasted the doors open. And y'all, I promise you, fitness was not my thing. Like it wasn't. I had no intention or plan of ever going in this direction. That the Lord has just met me every step and say, will you just trust me? Will you just step out a little bit further? And he has blessed my socks off. Rev completely changed my world. And that is not me trying to sell you anything. That is me speaking authentically as I am a new woman because the freedom I have found through this program. And if I had never taught a single class, it would be worth it. Um, I tell people all the time, you can rev wherever you are, right? Like if you're in the grocery store checkout line, or if you're talking to your kid's school bus driver, or if you are returning something to Walmart, I don't know, but you can rev wherever you are. And my marriage is better and my parenting is better. And I'm now getting to teach women how to go out and rev in their own homes and communities. And I am forever grateful. Amen. We say that a lot, that um, rev is a verb. Like, just like love is a verb, like you're revving everywhere. We use it a lot. Hey, by the way, did anyone say, see, this is us last night? Does anyone watch the show? This is us. They were revving. She was revving. That drumstick, and it wasn't about the drumsticks. It was the permission to heal. And that is really what happens, whether it's for your own healing that you come through training, then you provide space for others to do the same. So it was amazing to see that. I'm like, oh, even like Chevrolet was passing around on Facebook today, just that vulnerability. And we, we're, I think the world is looking for places for more vulnerability because we see more and more of this brushed image of perfection. And we know we can't get there. Like, we're not going to get there. Someone give me the real taste of life. Awesome. Thanks, Kara. Love that story. Fun. You know, they're light, you're lighting up the chat board. Come on. So good. Cool. Yes. Awesome. Right. Totally. 
get on board because I'm telling even as with your fingertips. Yes, God. Okay. He's good. Yeah, he's good. We want to plant the seed, more seeds of faith in you tonight that you leave this call more encouraged. Like, wow. Right. Again, we can answer all the questions in the world, but that you're planting seeds of if he did it for her, he'll do it for me. It's the same. Yes. And amen. Awesome. All right. Katrina Canfield. Oh boy. All right. And give us a little background where you are. Uh, Kara, where are you at again? Kara's in where? What's North Carolina. North, what's the name of the... I like um, it's right outside of Hickory, North yeah. Carolina. It's called Conover. I'm sure you're impressed by that. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> Kara's our, 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 our Carolina girl who's got just... And I love it. The Lord, I love it. We don't have, it's funny, you guys, I will say this. We don't have like a huge rock in presence in Manhattan or LA or like the big cities. It's just not, we will, it'll get there, but it starts in the wilderness. It starts in quiet places where it, it just becomes a grass. That's what's grassroots. That defines grassroots. It doesn't come out of the big city sprawl. It starts in a community that is raw and ready. So awesome. All right, Katrina, tell them a little bit. Yeah, so I'm in the wilderness of Anderson, Indiana, um, which is definitely not a thriving metropolis by any means. We're north of Indianapolis, but Courtney and I, um, I'll probably be telling most of the story for both of us, and then she can jump in with her own. But um, we were actually teaching classes at our church. We both had no previous fitness experience and felt like the Lord was calling us to start teaching Zumba at our church. So we got certified, jumped in, loved it. We continued on, got some other um, certifications in fitness. And we were on YouTube, like looking for some choreography. And we found this cute little girl doing some, like jumping around, doing some kickboxing. Little do we know it was Elisa. Like, oh, okay. So that was kind of the way we um, happened upon Rev, started following Elisa, started watching her videos and the way she spoke about fitness was like mind boggling to us, like nothing we'd ever experienced before. And so even though we were teaching fitness in our church and our desire and our heart was for community and health and wholeness, we really didn't have the tools or the words to really know how to do that well. Um, and so for us, one of the obstacles was, well, we're already teaching fitness. We're already teaching fitness in a church. Why do we need to go through this training? Like, what's the benefit for us? We're already qualified. And then, you know, talking to our husbands about this, like, they're kind of like, well, why do you need to go through this training? You're already doing this. Um, it's a big financial commitment. Both of us had preschoolers at home. I had never been away from my children, not by choice. I needed to be away from my children, but you know, it was another, like, how am I going to go away from my children? My husband's working full time. How's this going to work? And so it honestly took us, um, months and months of talking about it, of praying. It wasn't like an immediate thing, but we could not stop thinking about it. So I'd say it was, it was at least probably six, eight months, maybe up to a year, um, from when we started thinking about going through training until we finally were like, okay, we're going to do this. And our husbands were on board. And um, the fruit from that, I mean, like Kara said, totally life-changing in every way. We can't imagine continuing teaching fitness classes without having gone through Rev. Like it totally changed everything. It, it changed the way we approach fitness, like viewed ourselves so much freedom in our own lives and our homes and our families. And just the continuing support from being a part of the family is, is so amazing. So, so amazing. And I'd say like for us financially, we didn't get the like 
oh, here's a whole bunch of money before training. There you go. That like wasn't our story. But afterwards, the Lord really provided in some unexpected ways just through opportunities with our ministry that we didn't ever expect to come up. It was like, oh, well, here's a few hundred dollars here from, you know, a random thing that you didn't know was going to happen. So he totally provided afterwards. So um, it's just cool to hear everybody's story and how, you know, he provides in different ways. And um, yeah, so that's kind of our story in a nutshell. Amen. Um, yes. And they are, they are just freedom movers. Like they, when, when it it, it comes down to, I love the fact that for Courtney and Katrina, especially Katrina, there was a history, they were coming out of another expression of fitness. Uh, so some of you are that, and sometimes we can go, why do I need another training? Why do I, why, why? I, I have Jesus and I have this, I feel like one of the the big things that we encourage you on is the community that you're going to need. And that's what, I mean, I think we've found with Katrina Courtney Care, all of us, is that we found a home, a community to go. It's missional, you guys. In many ways, you come through training, you, you're all together, you know, retreat is heaven on earth, and then you're sent out. <laughs> it's early church work. I really believe that. Like, it feels like early church work. That last day at retreat, our hearts are kind of, we're, we're sad. We're ready to go home in ways to sleep in our own beds, but you're sad because it's like the Lord just shows up and does what only he can do. And then you go home. And so it can feel very isolated. And I don't know about you guys, but we are more, I've been doing um, podcasts on this, but we're so connected and never more isolated. And uh, this family that we have to come together, whether it's through Facebook, re-retreating, that's another thing we let people know. There's always the option to come back and continue to grow and really connect in person um, is a big, is a big deal. So, um, that was something that's been fun. It's just growing more community. And I would say Katrina and Courtney of Redwell Anderson have been a big part of planting community with us. Uh, Courtney, did you have anything to add? Um, just, I would, I just remember, um, if you kind of knew our story about how Katrina, I want to say dragged me into this whole fitness thing in the first place. But um, it was just a similar story of, you know, having somebody in my life that saw something in me that I didn't necessarily see and the Lord confirming that through just different um, ways. And I mean, the truth for me is honestly, like I wouldn't have even, you know, rev aside, I would not have even been attending a fitness class if it had not been for somebody who kept, you know, kept encouraging me and kept saying like, no, I see something here. I think we really should do that. And that was kind of the story with um, a rev training too. Like I was the, I was probably the more cynical one going, why do we need to change something that's already working? And you know, it kind of the whole, we're, we're kind of already doing this. Why do we need to pay a bunch of money and do this? And are we actually went through training retreat um, really at different times. We trained together with Platoon 10, but Katrina went on to retreat and I had to, um, you know, kind of stay back. And that was my own financial decision, but that was the decision that I had to make, you know, just for the peace in my home. And I knew it was the right one. And so of course, because of that, you know, obedience um, and having to step out in faith where something we always done the same things at the same time, as far as certifications and things like that, and trusting that this was her time and I just had a time to wait. And I've never felt more peace over that decision. And then, you know, I was, I was able to go through retreat later and have kind of my own journey, which was really healthy for us as well. And, um, yeah, the fruit that came from it, even though there's two of us and we, we do have a good community here, the community of support that we get just from, um, the instructors and the family is, is worth every single penny. 
Yeah, and I, and that's something too we want to say is if is maybe a show of hands, just put your hands up if you if you coming through training and going back into your community would be the only one in your community that you are aware of doing rev. Show of hands, like just to see. Cause I know, yeah, okay, keep them up, keep them up, keep them up. Cause I must, first of all, you need to see you're not alone. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, thank you. Yeah, that's a true statement. I, it, you know what? My mind was kind of blown the other day. I was reading something um, and I think it was like an, I, oh, I know. I, what was I reading? That's so funny. <laughs> I was reading the book that, you guys will, we're getting ready to, we're redoing some curriculum, but I was reading like the intro of the ACE manual and um, it was talking about how fitness is very young. It's young. It's only been around for 30 days, 30 days, 30 years, organized fitness, 30 years. That's a really early, just on the thought of a concept of something new. I mean, think about like automobiles. Those have been around, that concept's been around a long time. Um, I, I'm trying to think of even other movements. I mean, all these things are new technology, like, right. That was a new thing, but that thing is moving so fast and it's also changing fitness because look what we can do, but it's really young. And then if you add the faith component into it, now we're just really crazy young, but I love that God did not allow it to go on so long. I think we can see without like this centering piece of God in the design because this is his business like I thought that there's nothing more his business than the flesh on flesh and the bone on bone this is his design and it only could get so far away before it was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little stop to this right now or not I'm not saying stop because there's the fitness world is beautiful hearted people but to say there's another road there's another avenue to go when that wears itself out because I say it all the time it terminates on itself it, it can only fulfill so much and it's beautiful to watch people spend, like they want to give themselves to something. And it's a worship experience is really, people are worshiping. So you will feel a little alone, but here's what happens. You take it back to your community, it blossoms. You become the seed. And not only the seed, I want to also speak this over you. You're not only the seed, but you're the leader for that community. Yikes. <laughs> you're like, wait, no, 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 no. Slow down, Elisa. No, he chose, he sees you fit. Now, it doesn't matter. Maybe you're not like the front person. Maybe you're more the back office person, but you're the person that he's saying, show up, say yes, I will bring you the help. Anyone see my Insta story today? My personal, go to my personal Instagram story. Once, six years ago, it was me, just me, just me. <laughs> it actually started about 10 years ago, but it was six years ago we started the actual nonprofit and training instructors. And it was a huge dream, just me. And now there's just an organization chart that's just huge. It's Kara, Courtney, Katrina, our lead instructors, um, Tammy, Sarah, my COO, Lee. I mean, it's just insane. One person, you plant the seed, you do what you do. So if you're an administration person, you'll do that well. Someone will bring the vo the, that voice person. So the God will bring that next person. I promise you, he wants this. He doesn't want us all stuck in technology world. He wants us to never forsake meeting together. And not just on Sundays, but on Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And how often do people willing to work out? Monday, Tuesday, when? I mean, come on. If the Surgeon General is telling us at least three times a week, that's more than our faith community would say. But our, so our physical body goes, oh, I better do that. 
what if we did that in a way that we go, yeah, let's do that, but let's never forget who's first to this day, who's most to our life, and we do that in community. It's just a powerful way to build gospel community. So I want to encourage those of you that are like, I don't know anyone doing this. Uh, he would not put this on your heart if you were not the one to do it. And if it's not now, it's a matter of when, and maybe someone else will come up while you're waiting, someone else might come through. And we're really trying to be, and we're growing in this, is to connect you guys on the back end. Once you come through training, that regionally you go, here's the people in your area, here's the people in your area. That's what we're developing this year, is ability for you all to connect um, regionally, whether it's um, planned retreats or ways for you to come together, even just online connection. So it's... It goes beyond just, it's not a one and done. We don't want you to come, get trained, goodbye, never see you again. This is about, we want to watch you grow and watch you grow in community with other men and women. All right, off soapbox, stepping down. My Zacchaeus little box, let me get down for a second. And let me give it over to Kristen Ikes. Where are you, girl? I'm right here, can you hear me? Yes, there you are. Tell us a little bit about you, Kristen, or tell them. Sure. So I'm um, near Milwaukee, Wisconsin with Platoon 16. There it is, Platoon 16. I'm a brand new Rev instructor. Um, and I've been in the fitness industry for about 14 years. Um, I went to school for it. I got the certifications. And I allowed it to absolutely, completely ruin me. Um, I competed in figure competitions. I ran marathons. I beat my body to a pulp. Yeah. Um, I allowed the industry to ruin my body image and ruin what I thought a woman's body is supposed to look like. And there were days I would go into work training clients just with this horrible image of, I'm not good enough. I don't look good enough. I, how could you want to train with me if I don't even like how I look? Yeah. And the deeper my faith grew and the closer I got with the Lord, I knew like there's just this ickiness in my stomach of, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. There's something missing. There's a gap between, God, what you say in the Bible and what you say is true and what I'm seeing in this industry and what yeah. I feel like I'm supposed to be practicing. Um, and so about four years ago, I had a small personal training business where I would just go to people's house or they would come to mine. Um, and I started feeling like, okay, maybe I need to put my faith into it, incorporate my faith. But I was one foot in and one foot out. I was very lukewarm. I would talk about my faith if somebody asked, but I would stay very quiet if I didn't know if they would appreciate it. Um, and during this time, I still, my body image was just so ruined, and I figured if I couldn't fix how my body looked, I might as well get smart. So I became a certification junkie. <laughs> I got my master's degree. I got probably a dozen certifications. Um, I spent way more money than my husband probably knew he <laughs> ever did at the time. And I kept thinking, you know, maybe people will hire me if I'm smart enough. And so, um, you know, I'll fast forward a little bit, but about a year or two ago, I heard God saying, you, just need, you need all of me. You can't just talk about me some of the time. And that's when I heard him say, your business is either about me or it's not. You need to choose. Um, and so I finally completely rebranded and I said, you know what, my business is going to be to glorify him and that's it. No more tiptoeing around my faith, no more telling people I may talk about you, um, I may not, it's, this, is, this is for you, I'm all in. 
And it was at that time, too, I realized that my certification addiction was my stronghold, and I, I gave it over to him and got over it. And then I was introduced to Rev, and I'm like, no, no, no. I promised I wasn't going to get any more certifications. Um, why, should I, why do I need this? And so I kind of poked around the page for about a year. I really felt God calling me. You know, if you're going to do this all for me, you might need some help. And you have me, but there's a family of people out there that can support you. And I was so really confused about it. Um, and I prayed, and I had been introduced to Kara um, through social media. And I reached out to her, and I asked. And she goes, girl, I'm praying you in. And when she said those words to me, I'm like, this isn't just a certification. Yeah. It's not just a piece of paper. It's a family. Um, and so my next obstacle was, um, it wasn't my husband. He's like, go for it. And I'm like, what? Um, you know, he said, I, I, I've prayed about it and I've, I've heard God say that you need to go do this. And I was really scared about the finances because, um, I knew we weren't, I didn't want to go into debt to do it. Um, and I knew it wasn't going to break the bank, but it would stretch us. It would stretch us. And the amazing thing is, is now I had this business where I was coaching women completely for his glory. Yeah. And I got a brand new client three days before the first payment was due within dollars of what the first payment cost. And that client is now in Platoon 17. Oh my. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh my yeah. God. That's amazing. Isn't it? That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so what would you say has been the greatest change for you through like that season of giving that up, coming through Rev, and now where you are? Freedom. Oh, I came back from um, retreat, and my husband said, "You're just lighter. You just you look lighter. You walk lighter. You talk lighter. It's just freedom." Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You guys, and I, I, ugh, I, that is the one consistent theme. We've never had somebody. First of all, I've, and I've never had anyone ask for their money back ever, <laughs> ever. Like people go, it's, it's, I think what does happen is you think you're coming in for one thing and then you cleave completely like, holy cow, didn't even see that was going to happen. I didn't know this would happen in me, but the way, I think my greatest joy is the fact that you go home and your families change. Your families change because you've been met by the Lord. And now all, you, you know, when um, they talk about like overflow and they talk about abiding and like, if you just do that, like it will just be part of who you are. If you love me, obey my commands, like be with me, it'll just overflow. And that saturation of coming home, you bring the atmosphere of heaven back to your home. And for some, I'm not saying it's an easy entrance because it's still always old circumstances, new perspective. You have a new perspective because you have your new identity, which was always your original identity of who you are. And you bring that in. And then your husband, your kids, like there is no better, like that, that's just, I mean, I think that's because that's my personal story is how I have fought for my family, for my husband. Like it's been a hard personal story for me to get here. But how I see, it almost like come, I, I read stories like, oh my God, they come home and like husbands are going to church or husbands are now praying with women. Like all of a sudden the husband's like, it, and I want to say that those of you that go, I don't know if I could leave my husband or leave my kids, like that whole fear of leaving thing. It's real. I, I get it. Rev sets the bar really high. Like we, 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 
demand you to trust God for the finances, to trust God for the time, to trust God for the study. You can't just sneak in on a weekend and get out. Like we just go, hey, and it's way up here. I get it. There is no other fitness training like it. Honestly, I, I don't even know. It's so abnormal. For years, the enemy tried to tell me no one's going to come because it's too, you're asking too much. You're, you need to bring it down to where people are. After some time of fasting and praying, I'm like, no, I just think we're supposed to leave it here. God will bring it. God will meet it because that's his heart. Not to lower the bar, but just trust me. Trust me. So people coming, I understand like that's a lot of time. Well, I would hear people go home and then say all these amazing fast things that would happen in their family. I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord. I have to say I had a moment where I was like, why did it take 10 years for me? Like, why were you so slow? Right? Hello, orphan spirit. Just me having my little, oh my gosh, you, they go away for a week? Now, I'm not saying, please hear, there's no guarantee that's how God's going to move. But I will promise you he's going to move because you pulled away and did what you needed to do with him. God will do this, this shift of some kind, for better or for worse, to get your whole family on mission, because that is the prayer. We are not just on mission for you, but for your spouse, for your children, for your children's children, because this thing is supposed to pass to the next generation. This is a torch that must pass to our daughters, our daughters' daughters, our daughters' husbands, that men would know. And I'm preaching, I know, Kara, that this would be, that as Oh, I read a post today from somebody that it said, when men became boys, women became men. I'm just saying, that was a big statement. When men became boys, women became men. And there's a shift. It's not true. That's not how the design is. Men have a role to play. And we have, like, that's, this is hilarious. You thought you were coming for fitness training. I'm telling you. It's not. <laughs> We're trying to do something else to get the family whole, to get the person whole. Let's take back what was right. If anyone knows fitness training, it's alignment. How to get my hips, my shoulders back into their proper alignment so I can function well. The same for the family. It's the same for our own hearts. The same for all relationships. And that's really what Rev does. So, Okay. Hello. Um, I would love for Ashley Stoller share with us platoon. And by the way, just so you know, if you're hearing this on the, I am going to make this a podcast. So um, that was Kara of Wellness Witness. So you can follow her at Wellness Witness, Instagram or Facebook. Uh, Revwal Anderson was Kara and Courtney, Katrina, Katrina and Courtney. Sorry. You guys really need some new consonants. I'm telling you too many K's, too many C sounds going on here. Now I got Kristen. Okay, so you got Revwal Anderson. You can find them Facebook, Instagram. You have Kristen. Um, Kristen Ikes, what is your, um, give us your, how they could find out more about you. Sure, it's um, kristenikes.com. Ikes, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You, you can call me Alyssa a few times. <laughs> okay, kristenikes.com. Cool, there you go. Uh, wealth of information too because she's got all those certifications which is awesome so the lord's taking it all back now that i'm first great bring me your brains and your knowledge let's get this out in the right order um great okay and so next to ashley stoller uh give them your platoon and your RevWell florida station is yes a little more RevWell florida station um church of god in anderson indiana so we're not in florida i know a lot of people think we're in Florida, but we're not. 
Um, anyways, uh, I'm from Platoon 12, and I came in, you know, shortly after um, Katrina and Courtney uh, there in my community, and I was attending their group fitness classes when they were Zumba, and um, I felt um, a passion for fitness back in 2008, but I was uh, extremely broken and uh, used well, it abused me. I let it abuse me. And um, I tried to control every aspect of it, um, trying to lose weight. And um, I had met up with a personal trainer who became a very close friend. And sometimes I think she probably just wanted to, you know, bang her head up against the wall with me <laughs> because um, I was so fixated on the goal of losing weight. I had lived in neglect for a very long time. and. Um, I knew that I knew that there was something more um, for me at a very I, I considered a very young age um, in my early early 20s um, I had just gotten to a place where um, physically um, I was pretty unhealthy I was on a lot of different medi medications and um, dealt with some things like that so um, felt a strong uh, passion for fitness back in 2008 but never ever in my wildest dreams would I have thought that I would be leading a group fitness class. Um, <laughs> and yeah. And, um, I remember sitting, um, in the studio with my personal trainer at the time and we were, we had just finished a workout and I, I told her, I was like, I would love to do this someday, like just to encourage people and help people. Um, feel better about themselves and um, be more confident in themselves. And I, I still had so, so much to learn, but that was where the seed was really planted. Um, and so fast forward, um, we, I started attending some Zumba classes here in Anderson and I just felt um, something different there. Even when they were Zumba, Courtney and Katrina, when they were Zumba, there was still this, very positive atmosphere. Um, I like, I hid in the back. It was really dark. So I always hid in the very back in the corner and would like come in, do my workout in the dark. And then I would jet out. Um, and I did that for a few years. And, um, then I remember when they switched over to Revelation Wellness, um, they had played a video and it was actually a, one of Elisa's videos about, um, just, faith and fitness and like I don't know I remember Courtney talking to the group to to the whole class and I remember her being in tears um just about what the Lord was doing in them and I remember just feeling that well up inside me like oh my gosh like this is this yeah. is crazy you know like finally there is something that is marrying the two together it, it's making it make sense you know in my brain um and I signed up for their Way Less to Feed More class. And um, through this journey, um, I had lost quite a bit of weight, physical weight, um, but there was still so much uh, spiritual, uh, emotional baggage. Um, oh my gosh, I was dealing, I was in a season of loss. I had um, had five miscarriages and um, trying to... <laughs> figure all that out and controlling my body and controlling everything I possibly could. And, um, it was during that time that I actually felt the call to revelation wellness. 
It was um, during the Way Less to Feed More class. And it was, it was just like, I, you could ask my husband, when I was going through Way Less to Feed More, it was like this complete shift in me. Um, it dug up some really hard stuff, but it was so, so good, so needed. And, um, you know, wherever there is resistance, there is growth. Yeah. And so during that time I had, I was under a huge amount of resistance because I had lost so many babies and I was hating myself for not being able to, um, for my body, not being able to function in the way that it was designed to function. And, um, the Lord just showed me my control issues, <laughs> showed me that, um, I wasn't fully, I was, I was definitely operating out of an orphan mentality and trying to take what I could, um, and make it work. And he just kept asking me to lay it down and trust him. So I remember, um, telling Courtney and Katrina that I was thinking about, um, going through training. I had finally gotten my sister-in-law to come to a class with me and it took a lot of asking, <laughs> I was probably pretty annoying, but you know, it's what it is. So I, I finally got her to come with me and, um, I had never really said anything to her about wanting to do this. And, um, this person in particular, her name is Betsy, Betsy Stoller. I think she's on the fitness teacher, gospel preacher, Facebook page, but, um, she came up to me after going to one or two classes with me and she said, Hey, I think we could do this. And for her to say that, like, I don't know what is, I always get these little phrases wrong, but it was like pigs flying, uh, things that happening that shouldn't happen, like <laughs> places freezing over. <laughs> um, she, she was the one that spoke up when God was pressing on her to speak up. And it almost gave me that permission to be like, Oh my gosh, like, I can't believe he's putting all of this together. And, um, through that process, uh, we were able to go through training together also with uh, Jessica Doan and the three of us. Um, we function together at Florida Station. We lead together, um, building the community there. And honestly, my biggest hesitation going into Revelation Wellness was um, my body image. And um, I just that fear of being too big not fitting into the mold of what a fitness instructor is supposed to look like. Um, I don't have a fitness background, only the background of abusing it and letting it abuse me. Um, and so there was this fear of like, people are not going to take me seriously. Um, the, there was also a fear of getting in front of people and talking. And now I could, and even just moving my body, being that vulnerable in front of someone and just basically saying, I'm fully exposed here. Judge me, yeah. Yeah. you know, like that was so real for me. And like, honestly, I'll just be real with you. Sometimes that lie still creeps up like, Hey, you know what? You still need to lose weight. But Oh, so quickly does God remind me? Oh no, sister, I've got you where I want you. And I, I just don't let that hold you back. Um, yeah. Don't let the fear of what other people are thinking or the fear that you, you don't look the part. I'm telling you, you have a place, you have a place at the table and it's, it's your place, like just specifically yeah. for you. And, um, I just, I hope, I hope that that encourages someone out there because I'm telling you like that, 
could have held me back. That could have, I could have just said, nope, I'm not going to go down that road because I don't want to be judged. I don't want to be judged like that. I don't want people to think things of me. I, I was bullied when I was a kid. And so those fears of just not being accepted totally could have just yeah. run crazy in me. But um, the Lord had something definitely uh, for me in that. Um, so Ashley, what, what yeah. would you say you're like the – on the other side of all that, of now you're teaching and you're revving in your life, what has the effect been from now? On my life personally, um, through the community of Revelation Wellness and um, through the leadership training, I have really been able to embrace my original design and trust that God didn't mess up. <laughs> Yeah, when he, when he gave me my gifts and, um, there I'm, I'm an extrovert and I love people and, um, there is that lie of being too much. And there was also that lie there with my weight too. Well, you weigh too much. You're too much period. Mm -hmm. And, um, he definitely, uh, has freed me up from that stuff. Um, the lies still try to creep in, but I'm able to squash them now. Like, because I know that he's created me for more. Yeah. And I know that it's so much more than a number on the scale yeah. and a pant size yeah. than trying to fit the mold of someone else because he designed me uniquely. And it's the same for everyone on this call. You know, I'm not Elisa Keaton. I'm not Katrina Canfield. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not a Mia, you know, like I get to be Ashley. And hey. through this process, like he's really taught me how to love myself. And I, hated myself for so long and he's finally set me free from that yeah. um so yeah I'm just I am so beyond blessed to be a part of the family and um just get to do this with with my community and the fact here's another thing the fact that um our Anderson area like we've really grown crazy amounts in rev instructors and there's this um ideal of competition and it's it's just totally flip-flopped, like our idea of <laughs> what this is. We come together, you know, we support one another. We go to each other's classes. We hand out each other's business cards. Like, it's so not a competition because the root of all of this is Jesus. And we yeah. want to spread the gospel. That's what it's about. And I think that is, that's the difference yeah. about this program. That's so. so good. Ashley, thank you for mentioning that. That is, we are super, maybe it's just the rip the rebel in me. Yeah. I'm just rebellious about not doing it like the world. Like I want to rebel in the, I want, I, I think Claire Urig, she's our social media gal. She does a lot, helps a lot of social media. She calls it rebel joy. Like it's just rebel joy. Like, no, um, I, there's no, I, there's a very famous, not famous. This is, you'll hear me say it a lot. There is no scarcity in the kingdom. There is no lack in the kingdom. So in the fitness world, it's almost as if I teach something and then someone else teaches it, oh, I'm less than. Or if they take or share or use my stuff, oh, you took away from me. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. The kingdom multiplies and adds. So when I, we freely share, like that's why, um, Rev, by the way, RevWell TV becomes yours to use freely. We go, you can take any class. So that's why our, everyone who teaches on RevWell TV they're not, they have to bring their own material, so it's not someone else's. And by the way, there is no real original thought. Like, 
grapevine is not trademark. Like three steps to the right, step touch is not, you know, it's just how you put it together. Um, I love Refit Rev. Like I bless them, but we tell them, let Refit Rev be Refit Rev. So if they're to do a song, don't bring that song over here. Let's honor what they're doing. But if you're inspired by something they're doing, yes, bring it, use it, and then we share it too. So for those of you that go, I don't even know how I'll teach a class afterwards. We even give you the right to just get a small group going, push play on a RevWell TV, have them come together. You're just facilitating and directing a time together, and you can have Katrina and Courtney generally lead the class. You can build up to having a class because RevWell TV becomes yours to use outright. Now, someone who's not a certified instructor, that would be against copy and copyright infringement. But um, for you guys, we know it's all here. Just get people together and meet. And so everything we, it's just such a mentality of sharing. We just, we share. Um, I'm excited to, like some of you probably never heard of Kara or Kristen. Like I want you to know about them. I want you to like follow, get, get as much um, connection with women that are doing this. Um, there's no scarcity. So just want to cast that down because it's really true. It's really thick in the fitness industry. Kristen would agree. Rachel would agree. Anyone who's been in the industry for more than four years, you just see it. You, you start to sense that I'm not enough. I have to be more and they're taking from me and blah, blah, blah. So gross. Everyone say gross. That's just gross. 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 Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, thank you so much, Ashley. And I just have to say Ashley's entire, like her husband ended up like completely getting wrecked by the Lord because she got wrecked by the Lord through Wayless to feed more. He is now our um, clothing apparel. So all the apparel you see um, is designed by her husband and he's part of the Rev team. In like, and, he's, and he came through Platoon 16. So fully on board. Awesome. Uh, okay, Rachel Gilbert. I want you guys to meet Rachel. Hello. You hear me? Yep. Okay. Um, okay, so before I even start my testimony, I felt like I, Lord just wanted me to say, if you're here, and if you're either on live or you're listening afterwards, you're in the right place at the right time. Um, the enemy did not lead you to this call. It was the Lord. Yeah. And so it's not a matter of if you're going to become a Revelation Wellness Instructor. It's when. That's we're just speaking that right now. So I'm going to share that. So my story, I am Platoon 13. And... Um, I am from DFW area. I am from one of the bigger, bigger cities. And so my story, um, it kind of starts, and I'll wrap it all up real quick, but it starts when I was younger. I grew up pretty overweight. And then when I was in high school, I accidentally, only time in my life, I lost a bunch of weight um, due to an injury. And I became addicted to staying thin. It became this big addiction and obsession of mine. So when I went to college then, um, I was freaked out about the freshman 15, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to study this, and I'm going to learn everything I can. My, my story's a lot like Kristen's, just like, hey, I'm going to, you know, hey, get paid to work out and be a thin mom, so I don't become, I mean, like, really, this is all the thoughts, like, horrible reasoning, but, um, so I just became obsessed with it, and that was my thing, and that's what I studied, and my husband and I actually met working in, like, the campus workout facility thing, and. So that was our story where we both started. And so I spent the next 10 years or so, um, I graduated, I guess, in 2005, yeah. And I spent the next 10 years in fitness, and um, I didn't even think that 
think it through. I was actually really shy at the time, and I didn't think through the fact that I would actually be in front of people to teach. And I'm like, oh, that's not, like not cool at all. And so I had to get through that fear. But so I became obsessed with being the um, kick butt boot camp instructor that just you know focused so hard on pushing other people that they wouldn't even notice me. And um, so I, I was just going through that. And I'm the same same story. I just where. A certification after certification and I was never enough I never got thin enough and every time I was pregnant it was like this like oh my pregnancies were not enjoyable because all of a sudden I lost control of my weight and I gained way too much weight and didn't take care of myself and so I remember um, I went through my final certification I don't remember which year it was and um, we had to do a audition a kind of audition thing and I um, Afterwards, they would critique us in front of a whole group of people, and their only critique they had of me was that I, um, I was that he told me I needed to lose my belly. I just had my third kid. He told me I needed to lose my belly and stop dressing like I was had gotten dressed out of my daughter's closet because I was in oversized clothing. And I remember walking out of that training like, ah, like gross, icky. Like I can't because the same thing I'm a believer but I'm like what is this like one foot in one foot out I you know it's all just just very conflicting and I just remember telling the Lord and my husband like I'm done like I'm done with this world like and I just was like I'm just I'm tapping out and and then so I just started praying I was like okay Lord I feel like you're calling me out of the fitness arena I don't know where I'm going but I'm leaving the fitness arena and a couple months later I was at a blogger conference um called Declare and I got seated at, um, they put us in like these um, mastermind groups and Elisa was actually at my table and we had to um, pull up. I remember, you know, when I heard like, what's this revelation? What all this? They're going to be doing a workout there. This sounds cool. What is this? And so I was really interested in it and then she was at my table and we had to pull up our websites and like, you know, look at each other's websites and I'm like, oh, what is this? You know, and just kind of like, this is cool. And what I really appreciated, though, about Elisa was that she shared what it was, but um, for the first time in my life, I met a fitness person who wasn't trying to talk me into something, wasn't trying to, like, get me to sell their product, or, you know, like, she was not, she wasn't pushy at all. She was just like, this is what we do, you know? And so I was the one who then went home, was, like, researching, and, and but the thing was, I felt the same way that Kristen did, was, and that I was like, okay... But I just told you, God, I'm stepping out of the fitness world, and I'm not doing more certifications, so I don't really know how you want to play this one out. And I told my husband about it, and he was actually real supportive, and he said, yeah, we could pay for that. But I was like, no, no. Um, I'm like, I was like, Kara, I was like, I need God to like show me that this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, it's going to have to be really clear. I don't want to just do another certification for the sake of another certification, I want it to be really clear. And so I said, I want God to provide, like, somehow, I don't know how, but half of the payment for my training. And I didn't even tell people that I was considering this, so I don't know how I thought he was going to do that. But he's God, so he can do whatever he wants. Um, so it got down to the last day of um, when you're supposed to sign up for, the, for that particular one. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm just – not you know nothing came through that's okay you know if not now maybe sometime and um it was like four o'clock in the afternoon or something and I got a phone call from a lady from my church and she goes and she was actually the one I think one person I had no I don't remember I can't remember if she or not but anyway she called me and she said 
Um, God, I felt like God told me we're, um, we're supposed to pay for half of your training. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, wow. Like, you know, okay. Like, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't ask I mean, nothing, you know, nobody knew that I was even praying for this. And so, so I remember I like emailed or called Heather and I was like, Hey, I'm in, you know? And, um, so that began my journey. And for me, so for me, it wasn't the hesitation of, um, that I can't learn more because there's always more to be learned in fitness. I mean, as Elisa said, it, it just came about every year. Like the thing we learned last year, they're going to tell us next year. Oh, that's all wrong. You know, you've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> it's always changing. So we're always learning new stuff. But, um, I remember I had shared with one of my girlfriends who also taught in one of the gyms I taught uh, that I was thinking of coming through this training. And she was like, Oh, well, you know, you're a believer and you know fitness. Why don't you just do that on your own? Why do you need to, why do you need to go through the training if you just put it together yourself? And I remember the Lord was just like, no, no, there's something deeper going on here because anybody can slap a scripture to a, a workout and call it a faith and fitness workout. But um, as I went through the training, I realized, oh, this is about me, isn't it, God? Okay. And now I see what you're doing. Like it wasn't, he wasn't trying to teach me anything new and the, like, for the way I teach and things like that. But he wanted to just shift. Like he wanted to heal me first because we can't hurting people hurt people. So if I'm just still living in my hurts, like I can't, I can't bring life to what I'm doing and there's not life flowing out of me. And so for me, that's really the fruit that came for me was um, the fact that I, I, I got my own healing. And so now people just see that and they're like, what's up with you? Something shifted. Yeah. Like even all my current group fitness people are like, you're different. What happened? Tell me more. And, yeah. and so people just see it. They see the change and they're like, I want in on that. Like, I, I don't know what Kool-Aid you drank, but give me some of it, you know? And they're, they're like, they want in on it. And so, um, so that's my, yeah, that's my story. I want to just make a, like the note that she's make it very clear. Like God is just doing a, it's a personal thing first. I, I know if you get caught up in what's it going to look like after and how am I going to, um, and I'm going to address some of these questions right now. I'm just going to knock some off. I'm going to hand some over to some of these instructors. If you have a question, you can email info at revelationwellness.org. If you put it in the chat, you guys are chat. It's moving pretty fast. So I might miss it. Um, but it comes down to us, right? The vertical first, uh, that, that vertical between me and the Lord, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, love others as yourself. Can't love others if I don't love myself. And that is, um, the place of coming through training is to learn how to love your heart, how to love the design and how to be loved and how to give love. And then it becomes overflow. As we're saying, um, we're not interested in putting you to work. Not, no one's going to wonder how many classes have you taught this year and how many people have you brought to the minute. There's nothing. We just want you to, we just want to know all we're going to say, we say, um, get free, stay free, set free. Are you doing that in life? Are you, are you continually getting free? Are you staying free? And are you setting free as in releasing your husband, releasing your kids? I, I, I am not popular because I don't do comfortable. I, it, I'm not interested in comfortable. I'm interested in free. Um, and I will tell you as, and you've met, we've, someone's mentioned there's ongoing leadership afterwards. If you want to continue to develop as a leader, there's training afterwards. It's called launch training. Um, so you can continue it. 
It's training that doesn't require any sweating. There's no sore muscles involved. It's just more for the, the soreness of the heart. But in the end, what would the world look like if we all looked at the plank in our eyes before we picked up the stone in our hands? What would the world look like if I was able to filter myself and run myself out with the Lord first before I went and did or said anything? <laughs> it would be insane. And that's, what, that's the hard work, friends. Like, you come into this community, so be, uh, put your big girl pants on and put your big boy pants on. Because I'm the, I'm the, I'm the problem. I'm, I, it's me. Like there's something God wants to do in me and release me and do more in me so that I can free others up, set someone else free. So you just kind of learn that. Um, but it goes back to, and I, like I said, I started out with that, this is us, that little, that, that scene of like moving her body and something gets released. I don't know. Uh, and it's not the fact that I mean, I think we've all been in a workout potentially, and then you just kind of hit that endorphin high. Thank God, by the way, that God designed our bodies to release these hormones and chemicals that are actually saying to you, keep going, keep going. This is awesome. You're doing a great job. It's like our own chemistry is set up to say, you're doing such a great job because this wasn't easy. The first three to five minutes were terrible, weren't they? But now look at you. Now look at you go. Like, it's like God speaking to the design of our body to do hard things. And then when you bring in the truth of the word, which is the only thing that sets this training apart is that it's founded on the word of God. Like everything is about the word of God that leads us to the encounter of God. So when I have the word spoken over me and I'm drumming or I'm planking or I'm squatting or I'm child posing or I'm stretching, like all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, he's coming after the whole me. He's absolutely ravished in about me completely. And that is what we are about. You encountering that, knowing it, wrecking you. We call it being marvelously ruined. We're going to ruin you. Your, your life will get clipped. And so you'll leave seeds and those gospel goggles. Okay. Thank you guys. Share your story. I'm going to go through some questions, uh, some common ones. Um, and then I might. So um, if I hand the question off to one of the um, instructors, ask the Holy Spirit to just give you that bomb truth. So I don't want to keep everyone too much longer. I know you guys have nights, families. Uh, I hope it's been, I mean, the way the chat's been going off, I think this is blessing you guys in just hearing story, right, rather than just answering questions. But I do want to get to some, some bigger questions that tend to come up, that God is doing great things. I've said it on almost every call. You have to begin by asking. In terms of start asking for prayer. Start letting people know this is what you want to do. Like you feel like God's putting this on your heart. For some of you, you're already, that makes you want to vomit and throw up. That's because the Holy Spirit's speaking. And there's crud, there's crud in you. And it's got to get past the crud so it can get out. Like, let it, just go ahead, vomit, and then go ask somebody. Like, it's just time um, to do that. So that then you invite someone in. That's called community, living in the light. You'll have fellowship. And then the the that's just a seed and then see what God does with bringing resources. My second thing is go to your faith leaders. Um, we've sent you in your download packet, like in the emails, we've sent you links about pastor past, uh, testimonies and a video to watch 
Like we, we want you to go. We want your faith communities to be invested in this. That they go, yes, let's get behind you. Like you've got a place when you're done. Uh, th that is, I think we're, we're seeing more and more of that. So that is my suggestion to you is that you go to your faith leaders next. Uh, because this is nothing. This is, that much money is nothing to God. And I have to go back to the point of people spend so much money on quote unquote personal development, going on a weekend thing or a, you know, a, some personal development guru is going to help you with your breakthrough. Like come see Jesus, like just come hang out with some people. Um, and it's more than worth it in that investment of time, energy. And then again, it's investment beyond just the training. So, um, Kara, would you add anything to the money part? I would just say to consider too what all that includes that's also your five-day retreat cost so you're getting all your meals while you're there and you're lodging um it's really actually like we're pretty thrifty we're dave ramsey people when when you go through and add up what all you're getting with this training um it becomes very very doable yeah amen yeah. thank you yes okay um next question we often get is the not what when what if my husband says no doesn't support it or i don't have the support of friend look at people going okay now she's talking here's me um no support of friends or husband you just feel like no one's saying yes like what do what do i do with that uh rachel do you have any thoughts on that um I know this is going to sound cliche, but pray. I mean, God, uh, God brought you to it. He will start changing hearts. And um, that's my motto, though, as a wife, period. I always say, Lord, either change my heart or change his. So either change my heart, I miss the mark, or he missed the mark. One of us missed the mark if we're not in agreement. And so bring us into alignment. And um, I feel like the Lord really honors that when we're not a nagging wife. That's a big big part of mine um just to <laughs> to, um, to just uh you know be not be the holy spirit to him um so i don't know how practical that is but that's yeah that's, that's where i feel the power lies so yeah yeah thank you ashley did you have anything to add about husbands or the support she hit the nail on the head you cannot be the holy spirit for your husband and nick was supportive but from a distance it was like he, he thought, and he was honest with me, he was like, is this just another, like, gimmick that you're spending money on, you know, uh, like, he, he asked me, he's like, are you gonna have to, like, sell stuff, like, because he just didn't know, you know, like, and um, I, honestly, it was my journey through way less to feed more, and when he saw that change, and, and I wasn't pressuring him, I was just like, look, we really need to pray about this, and, because um, if it's not what God wants for us, then I don't want it. And that's hard to say, um, because I really, really wanted it, but you know, um, I had to have his support. So Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, I would go, I agree with that. We want you to have the support. I would rather you have to wait. I know you would not like to, but I'd rather have you wait five years and get that support than to just bulldoze ahead. Um, or, or, or I just, we're going to pray too, like no resentment, no bitterness like god is god and he will do it at the right time in the right way and i also believe you're already being refined in the waiting like welcome to rev you gotta know that sucks now what do i do with this well 
Rev would tell me not to get bitter. <laughs> Rev would tell me I'm going to need to stay free here and love him and do the gospel and be more like Christ asked me, gives me. Then it goes down to you just need to be loved more by the Lord. Like let the Lord love you. Your husbands, our husbands are not our saviors. Yikes. I'm saying it again. He's not your Jesus. He's a flawed man who loves you to the best of his ability. And you're a flawed woman trying to love him to the best of your ability. So where there's the gaps, that's for Jesus only. That's Jesus only territory. So if you got to know and your heart's hurt and the, and the enemy wants to start drawing this, this terrible scenario around your husband or the terrible, like the whole dread story, I want you to like quick to return, come to the Lord and let him tell you. Listen to my podcast on intimacy. Do something. You need more Jesus right there because it is going to be a breakthrough for love, not because you wrestled the poor man to the ground. Okay? So let's just, let's just wait on that. But I really believe we're going to pray tonight too because it is a heart thing. Like it's a spirit. This is a work of the spirit, and the spirit will change their hearts to bring you into the world. Um, Katrina and Courtney, I'd love you to talk a little bit about um, what about finances after training? Like, cause that's sometimes a husband's question is, well, are you going to make any money from this? Cause right. That's a, and don't be offended by that. That's just their awesome design to like their providers. They're trying to figure out, okay, how does this add to our family? Valid question. Doesn't mean you are less valuable like that. Take, it's not you. They're just asking a very question. How will this add value to our family on the backside when you're working or when you're away to a night of class teaching or whatever that is. So um, Katrina or Courtney, what would you say to the finance part on the backside? Um, I, I know from the very beginning, even just starting classes at our church, um, we knew that we wanted it to be a ministry, but we have totally been blessed by the Lord financially. And there definitely are those times where, you know, we're kind of que we're questioning ourselves sometimes, you know, okay, is this worth it? as far as time that we put into it and you know what we're bringing in and after doing it for six years it it has become something that my family has uh definitely been benefited from but also started to depend on and so it is a lot of times um a lot of trust with the lord like okay we've gotten used to this you know blessing this income coming in and so what if what if we couldn't depend on depend on it anymore? And truly, I mean, every week to week, we have to ask the Lord for blessing because we it's one of those, it's just the nature of the business. We have to just trust that people are going to show up and keep believing in us and keep thinking that we have something to offer. But um, I can say that there's never been a time where I have felt like I have not been blessed financially by this ministry, whether it's just hey, this class, we had enough to pay our childcare. Or, you know, like Katrina said, we, we have people that just believe in us and, and bless us with donations of equipment or opportunities that we didn't have before. So it's not always been a financial blessing, but it has still provided, um, it's provided purpose for me and my family, but still given me the freedom to be home with my kids and, and serve my family well. Amen. Yes, I will say, um, if you come in with a heavy heart, I mean, first of all, when my husband talks about money, I don't know about you, and maybe this, we're all safe here as women. When my husband starts to talk about money, 
I start to get afraid. I start to feel burdened. I start to feel like, oh my gosh, I have to help. Oh my gosh, I don't, does anyone else? If money brings up fear, money brings up fear. The fear that, I, that if I won't, he's running out or he feels whatever, like it's like, but it doesn't always mean that. So be careful with how you hear it. Just be careful, like that fear filter needs to remove. Just hear it as a pragmatic question, even if even if that is the filter he's coming from. Okay. Um, but I also know that as uh, on the back end, when you start to show up and teach, uh, you, we do encourage you. Like there's some back end support. We talk about like whether you do donations or punch cards or however you do that. Um, you do you do remind people like I teach every week and at the close of my class I always remind them the baskets outside. Thank you. It's a love offering. Give the best you can. It blesses me and my family so. They know like this isn't like money going to the rev the organization. This is just Elisa for coming here for an hour and a half. And I you keep that in front of them and people will remember to give. They give. They just do. You do um, trust. It does feel very trusting because you're kind of your own little business. Unless I've known other instructors that have talked to their churches and their churches go, we'll take care of it. We'll give you, we'll give you daycare. We'll pay you 20 bucks a class. You give us whatever comes in. We'll pay you. Like, I just think don't limit how it's going to look and don't put your husband in the box of, Oh, he doesn't believe in me or he's afraid. Like let him ask the question. And then it's backed up with the prayer of God, you will change his heart, his relationship towards money. And I, again, I don't know any husband that has come to us and said, I would like my money back and you owe my wife some money because she's working really hard and not being benefited at all. She's, she's in her design and there is nothing. And we would say the same for our men, right? Like if people are doing their design, it will come in like loaves, fishes and loaves because that's what you were put on the earth to do. And maybe you only do it for a season. I'm also not saying I'm locking you into a lifetime as a fitness teacher, gospel preacher, but it could just be, I just feel this call right now. It might open a door for something else. Some of you are bloggers, writers, communicators. Like, this just becomes an avenue in a way. Um, like Kristen, I mean, she's got a website. She's using her talents and just developing them as more ways to meet people. So it goes beyond just classes. Kristen, did you have anything to add in the money side? Um, so God has been just breaking me and wrecking me uh, with money. Um, it's been a fear of mine, a control issue that um, my husband's also helping me work through. In my, um, I guess my assumptions after going through um, retreat was, yeah, I'm going to make money with this. And I'm going to have people coming to class and I'm going to charge five or ten dollars and we're going to bring in money and everything's going to be okay. And I started searching for locations in my area because my church said, no, you can't charge. We won't let you charge. Um, and we don't have room for you, but we're gonna support whatever you do. So I was looking for locations and they all wanted to charge me more than I would have made in an hour. Um, and I almost booked a location for a 5.30 a.m. class three times a week. And God was just saying, not yet, not yet, not yet. Um, at that same time, I found out my husband was going ended up on third shift. So if I would have booked that room and started that class, I would have not had childcare for my kids. Wow. And I heard the Lord's prompting to just say, wait. And about that same time, my church said, well, if you offer it as a Bible study, you can come and have our gym on Fridays. And I'm going to teach my first class next Friday. Mm -hmm. 
And I heard God say, you've gone through this. Will you still do it if you don't make a penny? I had to say, yes, I will. There's people that need to hear it, and I will not be making a penny. I have to buy my own equipment. Um, But there are women that are going to come and get set free. Amen. That's okay with me. And I need to say that I have learned this over and over and over and over and over. If I, whenever I put my eye on the basket, like if my eye, first of all, if my eyes on the basket or on much money, the Lord will just dry that thing up because my eyes are on the basket of money and it happens. I'm so distracted by it. But what happens when I just go, man, I just an honor to get to do this. Like, because it's easy for the enemy to steal the you need to go do this. Remember when this was like the honeymoon, Elisa? Like you've gotten, you've forgotten your first love. Come back to me. Show up for these people and love them. Well, and I'll get my mind clear and then do that because it's my joy to do it. Just sometimes I get stupid. And so I just forget looking at the basket. And I promise you not, the Lord shows up somewhere else. He comes in on another door. I'll be looking at this door and he shows up over here. And all of a sudden I've got a speaking engagement. And that happens too. Mops groups will say, hey, would you come talk? Or something else opens up. Or you get an idea for a workout plan and you email your friends and they send you 10 bucks. It's I'm not saying that there isn't, you can't just sit back and expect nothing to happen. You do have to put yourself out there. Like Kristen's going, all right, I'm going to put myself out there. And the reward will look heavenly, kingdom valued and purposed. So I know, I know and I think that's for some people, they go, forget it. I got it. I need to have a paycheck. Then it's just not time because there is no guarantee of what that will look like. It's a pure walk in faith and an adventure. I really like adventures. If you like adventures, then show up and trust God. Um, okay, a couple questions. I'm just going to wrap this up, and then we're going to pray as a group over you, because I think this, if anything, stay here for the prayer, um, because I think God's really excited about what's been shared tonight, and hearts have been encouraged. It's live. It's us connecting, and we know, we feel every weight of the obstacles that we know you're up against, whether it's marriage, money. Those are probably the big two ones. Um, Because if it was free, everyone would come and it'd be awesome if our husbands would do exactly what we'd like them to do. But that hasn't happened in my 20 years of marriage. And I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. So Lord, heal our hearts. Um, That you will be certified not only in um, the instructor training. So you'll learn to teach class. You'll learn to gather people and move them safely as a group. Infective, safe. I always say you're not going to train them for the Olympics. You're not going to train them for CrossFit games. You're just bringing them together to keep a a good functional health about them. That's what's the beauty of it. I just want to age well, amen, Um, and not lose what I have in terms of my strength and flexibility and cardiovascular. So you'll learn all the practicals of science of fitness, and I promise you, you'll not just learn them like, learn them. You learn them through the lens of Jesus. So you get to see God in all the way of design of how our aerobic ex like, right? Like you start to go, wow, look at how the muscle does that. Look how he's designed the body. So it's really exciting. Cause you're not just, you know, sometimes you take school and you're like, oh my gosh, these are boring facts. You will learn it in a way that will connect to the first love of your heart. He's just going to reframe it all. So we'll learn that, but also you become certified as a um, way less to feed more facilitator. Um, which is being turned into a book. Uh, and that is super exciting for us because it will be published and coming out in August. So what's going to happen is when this book comes out, it's very much like, think about the Daniel plan. When the Daniel plan went out, 
what happened is the Daniel plan, they wrote that book and then you had all these people going, well, how can we do this? We need to meet together. And they had no, I've actually talked to people of Daniel plan. That thing took off so fast. They had no infrastructure for it. Well, you guys are our infrastructure for now. People, once this book comes out, Hey, you can come and meet with me for eight weeks. I will walk with you through this book. I will walk you through the curriculum. I'll give you the atmosphere, the culture, the teaching, the prayer, the healing. This, what's been done to you at retreat, you now get to do because people are going to be looking for you to do that. It's the way they can begin to touch Jesus in a more tangible way with the, with the curriculum that they'll read. So you'll study that curriculum, learn it from a teacher's side, not just from a student's side, but from the teacher's side so that you have some, um, you know, some tools in your belt to go out and help people and meet them where they're at. So that is, so that's why training is a twofold. It's not just the fitness, but also the curriculum of Vuelas to Feed More, which is the culture of this ministry. It's what we stand on. Um, will you be ACE certified? That's another question people ask. Will I be ACE certified? Uh, if you want to be, <laughs> we will study the ACE curriculum because American Council on Exercise is a it's kind of like a standard group fitness. It's either AFA or ACE. They train group fitness. That's, it's a national certification. Well, we're going to take, we're going to read what everyone else would read. So I say to you, if you want to get the national cert, you would be more set up than ever before because you will study this book at a nice, healthy pace. Take notes. You'll, you'll pass the test. We've had nobody flunk the test that took ACE. They just, it's the testing thing that gets in your head. Take, go through the chapters with us. You could take the exam. It is not included in the price of training. That's another, I think, to take the ACE exam is like 300 bucks. Um, but that makes you nationally certified. If that's something that would be exciting to you, some of you might go work in a YMCA. Some of you might work in real big box gym, and you aren't necessarily preaching Jesus, but you bring Jesus. That I love that. We're not saying you have to go into this little Christian bubble. Like We want you wherever you feel authentic to you to be. So if ACE would help you in that environment, then we encourage you to do that. So we're basically helping you. Plus, we want you to know the industry standards. We want you to know, like, you've trained and you know all the up-to-date information about um, program design and flow and adherence to exercise. Like, you're educated with what's going on in today's environment. So you will study that, but that's separate. You will be, I will say this, you will be, certified as a revelation loss instructor it is over 250 hours of training we have to date we've had people go to box gyms and even though they didn't have this national cert they said hey i've done this this is 250 hours of training and they find out wow you did 10 weeks online you went away for five days to an intensive and we've had people that get the job especially the ymcas they're very excited about that they're like yeah so and that would be someplace that you would then work and you would get secured an hourly pay if that's something that would be more comfortable for you and your family. If you are ACE or AFA certified or any certification, CEUs as well are provided through this training. So you can actually do a whole year of your, it's, it is literally one, your cert renewed is through um, coming through training. Um, so that is, that comes with it as well. Um... I think we've hit on other things like leaving kids for retreat. Again, I haven't checked the email. I will, if you have more questions, enroll, E-N-R-O-L-L, at revelationwellness.org. Jamie, uh, we have two new enrollment advisors coming on board, Jamie and Siobhan, as well as Heather Johnson, and then Jamie Koch is here for a little bit longer. 
They are happy to answer your questions, anything that this brought up tonight. Um, but before we go, we want to pray over you. Um, I'll open it, and then um, I would love for uh, Kara, would you pray? Um, Ab, Rachel, would you pray? Uh, Kristen, would you pray? And then I'll close it again for the sake of time. But um, let's let the Lord do tremendous things. Just, you know why? Because he says, ask me anything. Ask me anything. And where two or more of you come together, get greedy. Go ahead. Ask. I, I love it when you guys just tenaciously come together and talk about how great I am. So we prayer, petition, thanksgiving. So let's get excited. He's a good God. Yes. Everyone, can we get on board? He's a good father. He's loved me well. Can we say that? He's loved us so well. Man, look at me. Look at me growing. Look at me growing up. Look at me glowing up, I call it. I'm, I'm glow my mind is being renewed. I'm not past my prime. I'm actually more of who I was, am today than I ever was before. Thank you, God, for the path of freedom. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you. <laughs> Father, Dad, Dad, you're a good dad. You hold nothing back. And we come and delight in you, Lord, in the stories that we've heard tonight, the coincidences that the world might say, oh, that's just coincidence, God. That's just you. You're winking, you're hugging, you're nudging, you're smiling, and you're delighting over this conversation tonight, Lord, that your daughters and your sons would think bigger, dream higher, Lord, that we would set the bar so high that we there is just no way other than my dad putting me on his shoulders and, and tossing me and catching me on the other side, God. Just such a vision, Lord, that we, um, as your daughters and sons say, uh, come and be God. Do what only you can do, God. We tear down the, um, the idol of knowledge that we have to know or, or understand what you're doing before we will say yes. God, we uh, bind up a spirit of insecurity, fear, shame, and guilt. You must leave in Jesus' name. You have no place here. You have no territory, you have no authority to be here, and so leave. And God, in the space that opens up for us, a spaciousness of freedom to be your kids, to grow and mature in Christ-likeness, spaciousness in our hearts, Lord, new places in our hearts to, to dream and to believe, God. And we believe you for breakthrough. So God, I go bold after that whole money thing, Lord. We know it's the big one because if we all had it in our bank, we'd be here. But God, we know we have it in our bank. We know you say if we are uh, that we are heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If we're willing to suffer, Lord, and suffer sometimes feels like waiting or believing and saying you've got this, Lord. So we just declare you have this. God, I do pray for checks in the mail, for um, wires, just, Lord, money that shows up where we didn't know we had. People that say, I got, oh, I'm going big. Lord, I pray that all these people have someone in their life they know. And Lord, someone knows somebody with the resources to this. Lord, you own all the cattle in the hill. All the money is yours. God, it says in you, we trust on it. Lord, and I pray that there will be nudges on people's hearts to go, oh, I had a dream. I'm supposed to give you this money. God, we ask for big, we ask for like crazy testimony to break loose from this. Like what the heck just happened? We didn't scrape for it. We didn't fear for it. We didn't strive for it. We didn't have to make it happen by uh, rubbing two nickels together, God, that we release those nickels into 
the giving and the offering, and you will bring it back in tenfold in ten places, Lord. It's just who you are. So we take a big holy roll of the dice on you, God, that you're going to create more, immeasurably more, and you're going to do it in creative ways because, God, we're hungry for real you. We don't need more words, God. We don't need more scripture. We love scripture, but we need more of your presence and your power that comes because we know it's who you are. Because your word is not just a band-aid, God. It's the salve that goes into our wounds of orphanness or hurt or unbelief. Heal us now in Jesus' name, more belief that you will make a way. Yeah, so God, we're grateful for each person who pushed um, play or to join this meeting, for the people watching the recording. Lord, we believe that you have called them here for a specific purpose. And so right now we ask that you would um, grab a hold of our faces and lift our eyes to where they have to look straight to you, that you would open our ears so that we cannot help but hear the truth that you are speaking. And God, I pray that their eyes would be shifted away from anything that is distracting them from where you're calling them that the voices of the people around them would not be heard um, because they're listening to you, God, that they see the race that you have set before them. And so they can't be distracted by anything that is coming up against them. Um, I'm thinking about the verse in Exodus where it says, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. And so the things that you have called them to do, God, that it is time for them to step forward for places where in the past they have shrunk back and been fearful. Lord, make them bold to step forward today. For whatever barriers stand in their path, we cast them down in the name of Jesus. And we just go ahead right now and celebrate because you're good and you're bringing good, good things. And so God, we say yes and more. And we're grateful for what you're already doing. We love you, Father. Father, I just um, stand in the gap right now for marriages. Lord, um, marriage is your idea, totally your idea. And um, I just speak blessing right now over all the marriages. Before we even come and ask for you to um, change husbands' hearts or anything, Lord, I just pray the blessing and unity and um, walls that are between husbands and wives to fall. And that that marriage relationship would just be beautiful, that they would come to know each other the way you originally intended for them to know each other, that any past wounds that are causing this division right now between a man and wife, that there's... It would just go in the name of Jesus. And we just reclaim that territory the enemy has stolen within marriages and within families. And Satan, we command your grimy paws off of every marriage that's yes. listed here today and represented here today. You have no authority. And Holy Spirit, I just ask that you just come in like the hound dog of heaven that you are and just pour out your blessings and your peace in the homes. Lord, that as... Um, as these different women come to their husbands and present this dream that you have birthed in their heart, that you just give their husbands eyes to see things the way you see them, and that there be unity. Lord, we pray over the unbeliever, uh, unbelieving husbands, God, any of them that do not yet know you, that they would come to know you and give their heart and life to you and submit to you and to your authority so that he can lead his home in the authority that you have put upon him, Father. And um, we just ask right now also just against any same thing that Elisa already prayed over resentment, God. No resentment would arise, Father, and that you would just give wisdom and provision and bless these couple's socks off in ways they could have never imagined, guessed, or requested in their wildest dreams, Lord. I pray that everybody just, um, that we all just have faith to walk forward in the things that you're calling us to and that we will not be held back from fears. Your word says you did not deposit a spirit of fear or timidity in us, but instead you gave us power 
you gave us love and you gave us sound minds. So I pray for minds today too. When the enemy swoops in, tries to start saying you're not enough, that you're too much, whatever it might be, that that voice would just go in the name of Jesus. And we just stand in the gap for that today. We believe it is done. And I just speak healing over all of us women here that um, anything that has been brought between us and our husband and the way we feel about ourselves, that um, this would just be yet another place of healing. And um, Lord, it just, it starts here, Lord. And we just, we just believe it is done in the name of Jesus, supernatural provision in the name of Jesus. God, I ask you to grow our Rev family. Lord, I ask you for more Rev brothers and sisters. And Lord, I ask you that for anyone who is hearing this right now and feels that call and feels as if they're being prayed in for chains to break. Lord, I pray for the Holy Spirit to intervene in anything that feels like fear. And I, I pray and I ask, Lord, that any fear that is in our hearts may be transformed and turned into a reverent fear for you. And that's it. No fear of man, Lord. God, I pray. Lord, I pray that all of us know that we have been raised up for this purpose. We've yeah. been raised up for this purpose to glorify you, to make your name known to the world, Lord. I pray for kingdom growth. Lord, I pray for provision for these women and men that know they've been called to this, Lord. And I pray for you to just break down walls. I pray for no foothold for the enemy, Lord, no foothold whatsoever. God, and I thank you for Lisa's obedience because she's changed lives because she has listened to you. And I pray that her obedience and determination is just spread throughout our entire family, Lord. You are so good. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Yes and amen.